Hello and welcome to another episode of Curious Bites, where we're going to be covering three different newsy type stories today. So, first of all, uh, we got the GTA 5 mods containing viruses. Two specific mods, the uh, Angry Planes mod, which caused all the pilots in the single player game to fly around erratically and crazy-like, which to me was not entertaining or something I wanted to experience, so I steered clear of those, of that mod, and then there was a no-clip mod, and these mods both reportedly had, or have, malware in them, and being someone that is really uh, interested and uh, trying to support the modding community in a bunch of different games, as uh, one of my other series focuses solely on mods for games, the fact that... Uh, these mod developers took the um, opportunity to exploit uh, fans' loyalty and uh, interest in modding the re newly released GTA 5 game uh, makes me kind of upset in the sense that they, again, they're exploiting fans of the game and modders all around the world that uh, want to change their game for the better, or just, as the Angry Planes did, just make it silly to me. But, again, that's not the point here. The point is they're exploiting trust, and the fact that this happened, and I know it's probably happened in other games in the past, with other communities, but whenever you hear about it, it's just disheartening, because they're, it puts a black mark on all the mods for a specific game and makes uh, players very wary of wanting to mod their game when, you know, the next new fangled mod that comes out could have more malware on it. So it's really, it's really sad and unfortunately this happened and uh, I'll be putting a link in the description if you did happen to play with these mods and there's a, uh, a nice long post on GTA forums about what to do if you have. But uh, parting parting thoughts here: don't don't uh, ruin the experience of others by infecting your mods with malware or other malicious programs content, because that doesn't help anybody, and it just again puts a black mark on the community that that game is. Uh, involved in. Uh, the next bit of news here we got is that the Battlefield 4 spring patch came out today and I personally only messed around with the game for about 20 minutes after the patch came out but they added a few new weapons and the patch notes they don't actually list the five new weapons which is slightly confusing because I'm sure quite a few people might be actually interested in just playing for new weapons because if you're like me, I'm still wondering where the G3 is from Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 2. So, oh, and Battlefield Bad Company. So, I was kind of hoping that'd be added at some point. That doesn't appear to be the case. Anyway, personal grievance with current Battlefield 4 game. But anyway, so there is a long list of patch notes um, on the website. I will be posting that in the... Uh, description down below, but the uh, 
the idea that DICE is still actively working on Battlefield 4 and continuing to push out updates for it uh, gives me a shimmer of hope that the game will eventually get to where they want it to be because there's still some issues with netcode, there's still some issues with a bunch of other stuff, there's a bunch of bug fixes that are uh, listed here that I wasn't even aware of that were bugs and just assumed that's how the game was supposed to work, so that's good news. But again, if they continue working on it, even though they've released Battlefield Hardline, then maybe they, uh, we can have hope that they will continue working on future games like the Battlefield Star Wars game coming out, Battlefront, and that that game will also continue to get updates uh, long after it's released. But we also don't know if these updates are in preparation to have a stable release for the Battlefront, in i.e., we are being the test dummies for what they plan to roll out in the next Battlefield game. I'm not uh, holding my breath or anything, but it is good to see that they're still working on it. And the final bit of quote-unquote news here is that a free Evolve update added uh, Arena Mode. Now, I played the Evolve beta and the uh, closed beta that was under NDA, so I played it for quite a bit uh, back before it came out, and I steered clear f clear of it due to just the sh sheer lack of content for the asking price, and I don't know if that's uh, Turtle Rock's problem or 2K's problem or a combination of both, but the game felt really limited, boring. There was like one game mode that was rehashed in different ways. The uh, the pricing structure of the game in general was just insulting. And so that is why I don't actually own the game personally. But uh, it looks like today they released an arena mode for the game, which uh, from the video that was released adds a game mode where you are stuck in the bubble that the trapper, I believe, can throw, and the bubble lasts forever. So you've they've essentially turned the game into team deathmatch in this mode. Uh, there's monster spawns, uh, the hunter spawn, they fight to the death, uh, whoever is the winner is victorious. Now, to me, that really seems to... Uh, digress from what the original point of the game was in that the whole appeal of what was limited between I think four four classes or four separate classes and three or so different monsters was the hunting and the being hunted and the hiding and I kind of strikes me as odd that they would add this type of mode in when this mode contradicts the entire premise of the vid of the game from the get-go. Uh, it looks like they added 14 different, uh, five domed environments placed on 14 different, uh, on each of the game's map, 14 maps. So it sounds like they got more maps since I last looked at it, because I don't remember there being that many maps. But anyway, I, I, I guess, scratch my head here, because... The point of the game was, you're the monster, you've got to hide, sneak around, get food, uh, level up, 
uh, evolve essentially or not really essentially that was it you evolved and then you were uh, tasked with trying to take down the hunters and that was the gist of the game now now with this new mode that is gone there's no hiding there's no hunting we know where the monster is when the round starts uh, the mod, I mean the, the mod, I'm sorry, the mode, uh, it, uh, the video, I mean, just uh, describes that they don't start like facing each other, but the dome wasn't that big, so I'm not really sure how big of an area you start with, or if the dome itself is actually artificially changed from the base game or other modes to create a slightly larger fighting area. It doesn't really seem to just tell me that in the video, but again... I'm confused why this mode even is being added. Are they trying to appeal to a different audience with it? Maybe. Is there a point at this point to appeal to a different audience? Because the player base seemed to have uh, diminished quite quickly after release. And is this type of something that people are going to go flock back and go, Oh, I really only like this game for the... The, the f combat and the fighting, which to me was, it was basic. It was, you f you shoot the big monster thing, the big monster thing tries to beat you up. There wasn't a lot of variety in that type of gameplay when it got down to the monster versus the hunters. And the whole appeal to me and the thought process that made me interested in the game was that there was this hiding and this hide-and-seek sort of dynamic and with this mode, that's, that's gone. So, I'm not really sure what Turtle Rock is going about with this new addition. All I can say is I guess we should uh, be uh, happy that it wasn't paid DLC. So, that wraps me up for today. The sponsor for today's video is Pretty Kitty Domains. If you're interested in starting a website and you want to make it pretty, head on over to shop.prettykittydomains.com to get started. And if you like what you're listening to, feel free to like and subscribe. If you want to hear me talk about something you're interested in, feel free to shoot me an email at wigan at thecuriousgamers.com. Until next time, I'm Wigan, and thanks for listening. The Curious Gamers is all you need in a gaming community. With articles, podcasts, forums, and more, it's everything you're looking for.